again, friends. Oh my God, I'm recording so much closer to my last episode. Can you believe it? I certainly can't. It is currently nine o'clock at night. It is Thursday night and I just um, said bye to my mother and my grandmother. By the way, I haven't done the intro thingy. This, this podcast called Gifted Gas Bag. If you didn't know that, you wouldn't have found it. I have an email address, giftedgasbag at gmail.com. Drop me whatever on there. Honestly, if you can confuse me, that will have made my day. Uh, anywho, so yes, uh, my mama and gran came to visit because my gran has a procedure that needs doing at the hospital. Uh, they don't live in the same city as me. They're like an hour and a half away in the middle of bumfuck nowhere. So they were like, oh, you know, we'll just we'll, we'll drive her up to get this procedure tomorrow, which is when it is. And they, the hospital called and were like, so we don't want her in a waiting room with potentially COVID positive people. Totally understand the logic behind that. I said, so we're just going to have her come to the hospital at five in the morning when there's no one else there. Uh, love that. But also um, who can be stuffed getting up at potentially like two in the morning to like drive to be here at 5 a.m.? No one's di- my mum was just not down for that. So they got a motel room, thought about them staying at my place, but it just wouldn't be comfortable enough for them. So, because um, my place is really just for me, I don't have the space for like extra. Anyway, just wasn't going to work with them staying here. So they got like a hotel very close by and they came over for me to cook them dinner. I made them salmon and a salad that I love making, which is like cous- pearl couscous cooked in chicken stock not water so you boil it in the chicken stock and it absorbs the flavor and then you cool it off in the fridge while you chop up a heap of cucumber heap of cherry tomatoes chop up some feta cheese are you drooling because if you're not i don't know that we can be friends Uh, (laughs) and a heap of onion i mean you could go spring onions i like purple onion it's my personal favorite spring onions or like shallot or chives would also be acceptable Adjust it to whatever your favorite salad ingredients are. Also radish, very nice in the salad, but like your cool, fresh, even olives. If you're a fan of olives, go hard. I'm not big on them, but you could add them to it as well. And you just mix it all up together and it's like this refreshing salsa-y, you don't even need dressing because the couscous has so much flavor from the chicken stock, maybe a bit of lemon juice and you're good to go. It's so yummy. And the feta as well. The feta adds that salty flavor. So you have like the, mm, was so good. So like grilled salmon, Salad, delicious, cooked and and uh, yeah, like it's their bedtime because they have to be up at to go to the hospital at five a.m. So they they left, they're back at the hotel, and I was just like, I might do a quick podcast and chat about whatever because I'm in the kind of chatty mood. I didn't get all my chats out, you know, when you spend some time with people socially, and then you didn't get all your like chattiness out so you still got some chatty energy going on doesn't happen very often with me I usually hit my social battery limit pretty early on but um sorry one second um okay cool 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 I am baking right now so I I got my if you watch my tiktok I recently got myself a convection oven on the weekend I made myself some cookie dough I made um, Binging with Babish's recipe for chocolate chip cookies. And I was, oh my God, it's so labor intensive. Like you have to brown butter and you have to get a stand mixer out, which I did. By the way, can I confess something to you, uh, podcast listeners? Because I feel like you are, I love my my TikTok followers, but you guys, like you put in the time, you put in the effort. I very much appreciate all of you Um, because you just, you're dedicated. (laughs) So I'll confess something to you. I don't know if it's called a stand mixer with a D 
or a stand mixer. Everyone who says it says stand mixer. I'm like, is it because they're saying it close together? Is there meant to be a D on the end of that because it's a mixer that stands up? Or is it called a stand mixer? Maybe after someone who invented it, whose name is Stan. <laughs> I don't actually know. Um, I mean, binging with Babish, it, like, I know, I've heard somewhere that, like, some American regional accents, they don't pronounce the letter D at the end of anything. Um, so maybe it's just that I'm hearing it wrong. It, it's got to be stand mixer, right? That's the only thing that makes sense. It's not stand mixer. But that's how everyone says it. I just say stand mixer and pretend like I know what I'm talking about. I will Google this afterwards and then feel stupid. So if you're laughing right now. Uh, my job is done. Uh, <laughs> so it, anyway, you have to take out a stand mixer to make this cookie dough because you have to cream up all the ingredients and there's like brown sugar and white sugar and eggs and butter. And it's a lot. It needs to all completely liquefy and it would be really difficult to do it by hand. So made this cookie dough. You have to like, you can't even just use regular chocolate chips. You have to get a block of chocolate and chop it up with a knife so that it's like some flaky chocolate, some irregular shaped chips and then when it cooks like the cookie chips the chocolate chunks kind of like are melty and then others have like incorporated into the dough it's oh my god i will say the best chocolate chip cookie i've ever eaten in my life very time consuming to make it all though but i did it on the weekend i made this cookie dough because i wanted to try out my oven and it works beautifully um but what i've been doing is i've just kept the cookie dough in the fridge because you can apparently keep it in the fridge for up to like 10 days and then I just scoop off with an ice cream scoop, two little balls of cookie dough, put it on a tray and cook it for 14 minutes. And I have fresh baked cookies with a glass of milk every night as my dessert. And it's kind of been magical. <laughs> if I eat one, and because they're pretty rich, if I eat one and I'm good to go, I'll put it in the fridge and it'll be like my morning tea or like afternoon snack when I hit the 3 p.m. You know, the 3 p.m., dear God, I'm so exhausted. My brain doesn't work anymore. So that, I tell you what, one of those, snap you right out of it. Um, yeah, so currently that's baking. And right now I need you to know there's two minutes left. So if you hear my microwave in the background sing a little chime, it means the cookies are done and I'll have to pause so that I can get them out of the oven. But I just want you to know the whole house smells like cookie right now. Oh, my God. They've got cinnamon in them, so it's kind of cinnamony. And very like brown buttery caramelizy sort of smelling. Are you hungry yet? I didn't mean to make you hungry with this podcast, but it's what it's turning into is just me talking about food. I love cooking. I love cooking. I was talking to a friend about it. We're both like obsessive cookers. We can't just like cook regular stuff. We find these recipes and teach ourselves fancy ass stuff just to make the most elaborate shit. Um, and then she was reading something and said, uh, <laughs> I was reading and apparently people that like cook obsessively are not so much foodies as they are trying to control the environment around them. <laughs> I'm like, I didn't ask you to roast me. Uh, can you maybe back off a bit? Yeah, um, I, it probably is. It's probably like a coping mechanism. It's me making sense of a world that doesn't make sense. What is it? Olaf says it in Frozen. Frozen 2. This is what's called controlling what we can when the world feels out of control. So that's what I'm doing by baking cookie. Oh my God, there's 45 seconds left to go. That's what I'm doing by baking cookies at this time of night, at this time of 
at this time of day and this time of year localized entirely within your kitchen sorry simpsons reference i can't help myself oh my god they look so good i have walked over to the microwave i'm gonna have to call this the cookie podcast because i'm just clearly i'm I'm, i can't focus on anything else but uh how's my week been my week has been just you know it's a week i'm back at work ugh I had so much fun on my leave. I kind of forgot that I like work for a living and then I'm reminded that I work for a living. I love my job. Don't get me wrong. Like if my job was to, I don't know, work your dream job. If my job was like a unicorn groomer or freaking chocolate tester, I would still be like, ugh, work. Did you hear that? That's the sound that my freaking microwave oven makes when it's done. I love it. It's so cheerful. Oh, they smell amazing. Those are cooked, I've got to set them to cool though, so I'm not going to abandon you to eat cookies. Anywho, um, I've had one of those kind of days where it feels like, you know, just a really good, happy, cheerful, positive sort of day. Like I got to see my mum and my gran, which is lovely. Um, I got some good news about a thing that you might see on my TikTok sometime soon. We'll see. We'll see how that all goes. But yeah, there's some stuff happening. Um, what else? I had a great night last night. I'm obsessed with this TV show that is just like the equivalent of a warm hug. It's called Ted Lasso. And if you've never seen it, it can be difficult to find to watch because it's on Apple TV. But when I tell you it's worth a subscription just to binge watch Ted Lasso. Like, just cancel it after you're done. But seriously, like, binge watch it. It is the most wonderful show and I love it. (laughs) I love it to pieces. I've been sharing it with everyone I know. So... I got my brother to watch it. He loved it. I got my friends to watch it. They love it. And there's another friend I have that's in Melbourne. And we've been watching it remotely. So we'll call each other up and spend ages on the phone where we'll, like, make dinner together and then put the show on. And we'll <laughs> they like to cue the, the show in. So they'll do a countdown and we hit play at the same time. <laughs> and that way we can, like, kind of time it to watch it together. It's awesome. Uh, it was kind of a saving grace during lockdown while they were stuck down there. Uh, and very much trapped in their apartment by themselves with no one they really knew. So that was good. Sorry, sitting back down. Um, yeah, so we like watch this show and there's a point I've found, I've been watching it with so many people. There's a point so far where at some point of watching it with people, they hit this like, oh, I need to like, you know, when you're binging a show and you might be checking out a couple of episodes and then you hit one episode and something happens or it just kind of grabs hold of you and you're like, I'm not sleeping tonight. Like (laughs) screw my bedtime. I'm going to binge the hell out of this. Uh, We hit that point, which is for Ted Lasso, I would say around episode five, like episode three is where it really grabbed me. But episode four or five is where it seems to grab other people by the balls and they just can't let it go. So we watched from episode five straight through to episode 10 and we finished the season And then I said, by the way, there's season two on there as well. And they went, well, my friend just said, I'm not sleeping tonight and I'm going (laughs) to watch the whole thing. But the thing that was kind of lovely was that they um, kind of cast our little group of friends as different characters in the show. Uh, They said that they, my my friend uh, that I'm speaking of, said that they were like Roy Kent, which I agree with. Um, That one of my other friends was... Um, a character named Keely. Another one of my friends was Coach Beard. And then they said the sweetest thing <laughs> while crying and getting emotional. 
which was they said that like you're our Ted, you're our Ted Lasso, and I was like, oh, I thought you were gonna say I was like Higgins. I said, no, you're our little positive ball of ray of sunshine. I'm just like, oh, stop it. So you know, we got emotional, we got a bit weepy, <laughs> it got a bit sad. But in the nicest possible way, where you just kind of get a bit too overwhelmed. I'm still not good. I'm getting better at it, but I'm still not great at people being overly lovely and nice to me. I feel like I've had so many stories of things like that to tell you guys lately, but I I need you to know, it's not something I'm used to. Um, You know, most of my life, it's not been people being lovely and overly verbal about saying nice things about me and, and telling me to my face how much they like or care about me. It's It's been a lot of... I think most of most of my childhood, most of my... You know, like, I had lovely parents that loved me and I was definitely lucky, but it was... I've definitely spent a lot of my life thinking I need to earn my place in the world. I needed to prove myself to people or take care of them or do things for them or provide something for them in order to be worthwhile. And it's only maybe in the last few years that I've realized I am enough as I am. And I wish everyone could feel this, feel this the way that I do, just knowing that who you are, and I'm saying this to you, like, I'm not special. Okay. Like I am just a person and every one of you out there has something to offer the world. You also are special because there are things that you bring to the world that I could never There are things you offer that I couldn't, but even if there's nothing that you like can give to other people just by being yourself and having your own unique perspective and the love and caring and kindness that you have for for the world, for people, like that's all you need to bring to the table is just to be yourself. I promise you, because only when I accepted that, like I, I didn't need to prove something to people. I didn't need to be someone they wanted me to be is when all of a sudden people started telling me how much they liked me. <laughs> when you stop trying so hard, people will see you for who you are. And to deny them of that, what a, what a shame. To deny them a chance to see who you really are, because that's, that's a special person. You know, and there's always a transition period of when you, you know, finally just let yourself be who you are of having the people that expected something from you kind of fade out because obviously that was a transactional relationship and not one that was good for you or them necessarily. Maybe it was good for them, but not you. Maybe it took something from you and they were happy to keep taking until it drained you. But when you like, let that go and just be, yeah, (laughs) let those people go. If people, if you have friends, if you have family that see you as someone that, you know, they, they, they are owed something from you. That's not, that's not a good relationship. You know, all anyone that you care about deserves from you is like some support and a friendly ear and respect and kindness and compassion. And that stuff comes naturally, you know, like it's not like, Oh, well, if you don't help me pay this, then you're not my friend. You're not my family. And if you don't, you know, let me put you down and treat you badly, then you're being disrespectful. And you're not like, no, absolutely not. No, let those people fall away. The people that you are supposed to have around you, the people that will see you for who you are and want to be around that, those are the people to keep around. And it may take you a while to find them, but they're out there. I promise you they are. You just need to let them see you. You know? Be the world the world needs you to be yourself. You need you need for you to be yourself. Don't wait. I think we spend a lot of our time thinking 
oh, you know, when I, when this happens, I'll be myself. When this happens, I'll relax and I'll stop trying so hard. Don't, don't wait. There's no special moment coming. Just decide to. You can just decide to be yourself. Goodness, I'm full of the loves today. That got so deep and meaningful. Um, I guess I just kind of wanted to spread a little bit of positivity because I'm feeling the love. <laughs> and also, like, having some personal revelations that, you know, all I needed to do this whole time was just be me. Oh, how many years did I waste, you know, trying way too hard, like overextending myself, putting who I was off to the side and going like, well, no one wants to see that. Just be someone useful, be someone helpful, you know, help the kids in school with their homework instead of, you know, talking to them about stuff that you're interested in or, uh, did you know, by the way, in high school, kids used to like ask me to do their assignments for them. Like I was, I definitely was in my, in my youth, I was a doormat. I was a total, you wouldn't think of, of me now, but I would let anybody walk all over me. And it took me a long time to get out of that habit of just letting, just saying yes all the time and letting people walk all over me. I had terrible boundaries. I think that's what it was. I read a book actually. Um, if you're a bit of a stress head and you kind of tend to overextend for people a lot and you sort of wonder like, why do people keep taking advantage of you while continuing to say yes to them? There's a book by Mark Manson called The Subtle Art of Not Giving a Fuck. I know, looks very cliched. When I tell you that book changed my freaking life, because it brought home for me some things I hadn't allowed myself to think about. Whew. Yeah. Like to, to the point that I would read a chapter of this book and have to put it down. Like I couldn't keep reading it because I was like, I'm going to need about a month for that to sink in because that's just too much. Like that's earth shattering. <laughs> I, can't, <laughs> I can't think about that right now. Um, stuff like that has helped. Having better friends has helped. But the biggest thing was just making a decision to just be myself. Yeah. Anyway, I'll stop nattering on about that kind of stuff, but maybe someone out there, it will help. I hope it helps somebody, anybody. Um, if, nothing, if nothing else, to maybe bake yourself some cookies and watch some Ted Lasso because it doesn't have to be for someone else. You can just enjoy it. You know, just enjoy the things you like and do nice things for yourself. You deserve it. Treat yourself the way you'd treat a, kind, a good friend. If you're like, oh, I don't have many friends. I wish I had some close friends. In the meantime, treat yourself like you would a close friend. You deserve it. Don't tell yourself that you don't, because you do. Everyone deserves it. <sighs> All right, I'll stop. I promise. Sorry. I'm just so gushy, introspective. and uh, What else has been happening? Hmm. I don't know. I don't like the whole world's gone, blech, but I'm just sort of not really paying attention to that now, like at the moment. It all kind of feels like it's all shit. So, <laughs> so if you just, like, I don't, I don't need to be wrapped up in all the new shit right now because it's just going to bum me out and anger me there's some stuff I need to be across and I'm across what I need to be and other than that I'm just making sure I, I keep in contact with and spend time with the people that I care about and if I can't spend time with them in person then we will do virtual calls and watch shows together by the way if you've never done that you're missing out it's real fun <laughs> I love sitting on the phone with people and just watching a show with them. Just put, put your phone on speaker or if you've got like headphones, I usually get like my Bluetooth headphones and put in one earpiece 
and the mother friend will um will put the phone on speaker but listen to the show with one headphone in and that way it's not like yeah there's no crossover interference and we can watch it together and time it there's even websites where you can watch shows together sorry i sound like such an old fart right now being like did you know you can do stuff on the internet isn't that wonderful i think <laughs> I got a lovely email from one of you, by the way, someone who listens to the podcast. This is for, I think, Dimmer, who is 57 and was listens to me while they're taking a walk or um, before bed every night. And I, they sent such a lovely message and I sent back something like, isn't it incredible that, you know, two people that would never have met in real life can just find each other on the internet and just get some joy out of, you know, have something that they can connect with, someone they can connect with, even though they've never met them, but you just feel like you know them. <laughs> Excuse me, sorry, burping, of course. That's a perfect way to cap off this very deep and meaningful podcast, just to burp and then go, all right, <laughs> catch you guys next time. Uh, oh, I haven't talked for 20 minutes, so you know what? I am going to wrap it up that way. Uh, I hope you enjoyed this little bonusy, way early episode. And I'll, again, I just record when I feel it. So um, please email me if you haven't or if you want to. Like, you don't, don't have to email me for the sake of it. But if you want to, please do. I love getting your emails. And I hope you guys are taking care of yourselves, having a good week. Do something nice for yourself, please. Just do it as though I was doing it for you, you know. Like, what would Mandy want me to do for myself this week? Something very nice, you know. Be nice to yourself. All right, guys. Um, talk to you next time. Bye.